Good morning, everybody. This is Noah Rolfing, and I'm here with Sam Stuve, and you are listening to another Trevorless edition of the Double Technical. Um, today, we've got a short show. We're just going to check in on some NBA Summer League action, check in on how former Iowa State players are doing, and then we're going to talk about the World Cup quarterfinals, which start tomorrow. So buckle up. It's going to be a short but wild ride. Let's get into it. I don't know what that, I don't know if that boat's going to oh. sniff at. All right, I'm here with Sam Stuve, a reporter for the Iowa State Daily. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing good, man. How about you? Good. It's been a stressful week, but we've only got two days left, and yeah. we're going to get into some summer league action first. How about we do that? Yeah. All right. So... Utah Summer League is going on right now. Um, two Iowa, former Iowa State players are in on it, uh, both for Utah Jazz, George Yang and Naz Mitchell-Long. Uh, Sam, I, I've been hearing that George's has been doing pretty well. Yeah, so George right now, he's fourth or a fifth in the league in uh, points per game. He's averaging uh, 17.5 while shooting uh, 60% from the floor. And he also has seven rebounds to go along with that as well. So he's playing pretty well in the games that he's played so far. And, um, uh, he looks a little trimmer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks a little trimmer. He, I know he talked about that in an article for the, I believe it was the Salt Lake Tribune. Um, he's, he's gone down a few pounds. He's yeah. really been working hard this summer on his body. Yeah. That he's, uh, right now he's on a two-way contract. Uh, and he, ju- he was... Yeah, received a qualifying offer as well from the Jazz, which would be another two-way um, contract. But he right. can—he is allowed to go search for other contracts. Yeah, he's trying to get a uh, full roster deal so that way he doesn't have to go back and forth between uh, the G League and uh, the main roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Long is playing as, uh, in the league as well, uh, playing pretty well right now, averaging five assists per game, which is fourth in the league mm-hmm. averaging averaging 13 points and five rebounds as well 10 of 16 from the floor in two games um granted it's just two games a yeah. small sample size but these these two guys are looking pretty good so far um yeah he also has a uh, two steals as well yep they're game. they're they're looking strong they're looking better than they were last year which it was it was really cool to kind of see them, you know, being best friends from college and stuff, be on the same team, whether it was in Salt Lake with the Stars or whether it was with the Utah Jazz. Um, do you think, what are, what are the chances do you think that one of them latches on with the Jazz or with another team? I think Niang uh, on the Jazz has a better chance of making the roster just based upon uh, the fact that the Jazz went guard in the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Picking yeah, up with Grayson Grace Allen, and he's uh, played all right so far. Uh, he misses his he missed his second game with injury, but the first game he had, I believe, eleven points, eight boards, seven assists. So I mean, Allen had a pretty good first showing. So that could mean that Naz either is maybe a two-way guy, or do you think he could maybe find his way onto another roster? I think he's valuable on a, on, a, on most rosters for, uh, well, especially because he's young mm-hmm. and he's a shooter, and 
in this league, a lot of uh, shooters are on rosters now, so that's how he could fit in. I think based on who the Jazz have right now, uh, he's more likely to be a two-way player than he is a full roster mm-hmm. player. So uh, I, I could see Naz fitting in on a team like out east, like a like a Charlotte or maybe a team that needs some shooting, or a team that is maybe looking to like stay young and kind of yeah, kind of tanking as far as yeah yeah you know, yeah like charlotte who knows what they're gonna do with kemba walker uh, oh well even they need backups they yeah, just they, need shooting they they yeah they're kind of in a situation where uh they're looking to go young or build around kemba mm-hmm. and in order to do that you need backups too yep atlanta atlanta is really looking for shooting. basically the southeast division yeah the south <laughs> anywhere in the southeast division on um, the Cavs, i hear might be <laughs> They they they're missing a player I think now. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> yeah. I think, but um, a, a pretty big one. I'd a say. pretty big one. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think there's. I think you're right. I think there's definitely options for Mitch Long to get into the league, um, even if it's not with the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I think he can find a way onto a roster, or at least you know another two-way contract. It's still a step yeah. in that direction, because um, yeah. he played he played well for the Stars yeah. last year. Um, so the Vegas League begins tomorrow. Begins tomorrow, yep. Yeah. This is the last day of the Utah League. Um, all 30 teams, I believe, are going to be in um, Las Vegas. I'm not, I'm not fully sure on that, but I believe that they changed it so that everybody would play in Vegas. Yeah. That, I think that was after they ended the Orlando Summer League. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting because it's all 30 teams yep, all for 30 11 teams. days. Um, so that means Niang and Long, Mitru Long are still going to get a lot of reps. They're going to get a lot of practice. But we still haven't talked about one more former Cyclone who's going to be playing in the summer. Yeah, so Monte Morris will be playing with the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking to get a full roster spot as well. Yeah, and, um, uh, the Denver's really lacking in backup point guards. Yeah, and he, he did, uh, Morris did all right. Uh, in the tw- in the twenty or so games he played, mm-hmm. he played uh, for the Nuggets, and he did really well for yeah. Rio Grande Valley. He did really well uh, for their the G, G League team. team. So, yeah. I think it's interesting. I think that uh, Mike Malone, Denver's coach, has spoke mm-hmm. pretty highly of him. So I think that there's definitely a chance he can latch on. I think it's just they kind of want to see that progression mm-hmm. from him in the summer league. Um, I mean, he's probably not going to play with uh, Michael Porter or Jared Vanderbilt. Neither of their draft picks are going to play in Summer League. Um, But I think it'll be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting. I think he's going to get a chance to run the show, kind of. Yeah, and, like, right now, they they need a backup point guard. Behind uh, Murray, yeah. Yeah. And especially a true point guard, because Murray's more of a combo guy. If you think about it, I mean, they got rid of Moutier, they got rid of Jameer Nelson. Uh, Morris might be their like their cheapest, youngest option as far as a true backup point. And even and even for Morris, if he's looking to prove that he could be a even a starter in this league, this would be the place to prove himself. Because mm-hmm. again, teams out east really need to rebuild now. Magic need a point guard. There are a lot of teams that need point guards, and I some think, teams but, just need 
the best talent available. Yeah, I think it's really interesting, though, that Monte kind of lucked into drop, and dropping late into the second round. He kind of lucked into finding a really good spot as far as his development goes because he's, gonna, he's probably going to get a chance to be on the mm -hmm. roster, might even get a chance to play some solid minutes in mm -hmm. games this year. Yeah. Um, one more player. Uh, isn't Burton with the Thunder? Yep, Burton's with the Thunder. Um, Deontay Burton played in Korea and China last yeah. year. Um, he, I don't know about his, I said on a previous one, I don't know if he's going to make it, but his size and skill set are so unique. What, are, what are your thoughts? Kind I, don't, of on? I don't think he's going to make a, I think the best, best case scenario for him would be a two-way contract with... The Thunder or someone else. Yeah, maybe. I don't think he's going to, I, or maybe just even a developmental deal where he stays down with uh, the G League, whoever their associate is. Mm -hmm. But uh, he, he played very well in the Korean League last, uh, yeah. last year, winning the MVP of that league. Uh, I mean, I think even if he doesn't get any NBA deals, I think this is a good opportunity for him to get a much better overseas contract. Yeah. And you see that a lot with these guys, you know? Come over and get a... A get, lot a, better get, a, get a one-year deal with the team and then come back, come back to the summer league to play uh, basketball there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Sam, World Cup quarterfinals are yep. tomorrow. Um, so your beloved Columbia lost <laughs> yeah. in the final round of 16 game. Uh, yeah, I was so... So before, that, uh, before the end of the game, I was getting ready for work because I work at a Hy-Vee. And I started at 4 o'clock. And that's, like, right when they were going into PKs. Mm -hmm. And when I, le when I left, they were up 3-2. I was like, oh, they got this in the bag. Like, they're going to get a stop, and they're going to score one more. It's going to be over. And then I didn't hear about it until after my shift, which was, like, 11 o'clock at night. I was just so defeated at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It, well, it's rough because, I mean, obviously you don't expect England to win a penalty shootout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody does. I mean, they've nev they had never done it in the World Cup before. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, the only reason I was rooting for, uh, for Colombia was Shakira. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I, I'm a big fan of Shakira. Fair, fair. Yeah. Um, big fan of uh, her World Cup song from 2010. That yeah, was a, that, that was, too. It's probably yeah. the best World Cup song in the past yeah. 10 years, probably. Great artist, great yep. person. Yep, they need, yeah. to, they need to play that song more. Anyway, yeah. um, what I think that was interesting, though, because they played until... They got to penalties without Hamas. Hamas yeah. being hurt, still don't know for sure what the injury was. It might have yeah. been a quad or something, but it was good. It was good. Columbia was a little... Uh, a little dirty at times, it seemed yeah. like. Uh, the American official, Mark Geiger, kind of let that get out of hand a little bit. It, it's, I would have done the same thing if I were him. I don't know. It was a little, it was a little much. Yeah. I, I understand the physicality of it, but it was yeah. just a little much at times. And now uh, England looks like they could be headed to the semifinals. I and, mean, Sweden, Sweden's tough. Yeah. Sweden's tough. They beat, they, well, they held tight with Germany. It's not great that they were the only team Germany beat. Um, mm -hmm. They beat Mexico 3 nothing. They walloped Mexico. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got a little lucky on their way past Switzerland. Yeah. But do you see, do you see Sweden kind of posing a challenge to England here? Think, do you think they've got a free run to the... I think it'll be close. I think, 
I think it'll be a one goal game that England wins. Sweden should be able to keep it close, but I think England will come out with the win. Yeah, they kind of just have more attacking power. Yeah. Especially Harry Kane, Jesse Lingard, you know, they've got a lot of guys who play really well at the club level and the international yeah. level. Um I gotta say, uh, what do you what do you think about the what do you think about the tough side of the bracket? The the quarterfinals are pretty pretty great there. Yeah. Yeah, so Uruguay, uh, Uruguay and uh, France, to me, is a toss-up. Fair. Yeah, France didn't look great. France looked really good attacking, but also not great defending against yeah. Argentina. Um, Argentina wasn't really good on offense in mm-hmm. any of their first three games, so to give up three goals is not a good yeah. sign. But uh, Uruguay is missing a... Uh, Cavani. Cavani. If Cavani's not healthy, that's... Yeah. That could be curtains for Uruguay. Yeah. Because they rely so much on Suarez and Cavani up top. Yeah. The, I, I like the way they play uh, Uruguay. Yeah, they're very tough. They're a very tough yeah. defensive-minded team, that's for sure. Which is why I think they could win it. Honestly, I see this game going to extra time. Okay. okay. And I, I like... Uh, I, I think the defense is going to be good enough to keep it... To, Keep it. And you think going. it could be a nil-nil, maybe? I think it could be nil-nil until extra time, and then Fran- and then France's uh, star power kicks in at the end, and they win. I think Mbappe. Yeah. He scores a goal. Mbappe th- was incredible yeah. against against like Argentina. Yeah. I think I think France is gonna win uh, win in extra time. Okay. And then with uh, Brazil and Belgium. I think <sighs> that's the best game. I, I think, think I really yeah. I don't, you don't, again, we don't have to pick because that's a hard one to pick. Yeah. Those are maybe the two best teams so far. Yeah. It just, they got put, this could be a, this would be a great championship game to me. I know. It's just, it sucks that one side is so strong and then the other side is so wide open. Yeah. I think, but that, but I, I, I do think it's cool in a way because, I mean, maybe we see someone win the World Cup who hasn't in a long time. This or that has never has before. Yeah. Yeah. Th- w- regardless, th- that game's going to be a high scoring. I so- think. I think it's going to be. Game. I think it's going to be a pretty fun one. I mean, they gave up two goals to Japan. Belgium did. So I yeah. mean, anything's possible then when you're playing that- against like Neymar and Bobby Firmino and yeah, William. That game, you have to feel bad for Japan the way they. Oh. Uh, yeah. They they completely Northern Iowa that game. <laughs> yeah. And sorry, any you and I fans out there that remember that game, oof, you know, you hate to see that. But um, I think I think that's what that reminded me of, just to give up, to give it up so quickly. Yeah. And Brazil is gonna escape with that game, I think. Okay, fair, fair. Um, I got Croatia. I got Croatia big time in the next one. Uh, over Russia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Russia. That's, I think snuck that's the by. only game that you look at. You can't see it going either way. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless unless Putin pulls some funny stuff. Pull some strings, yeah. Unless Putin pulls some strings, I think Croatia's just so strong. I think, yeah. I I, I think Croatia is gonna make it to the final. Oh th- really? Yeah, I do too. I think Croatia can absolutely beat England in that semifinal, which would also be a great game. Yeah, I think the finals can be Brazil and Croatia. Who you got then? Brazil. Okay, same. I got I got Brazil in like a two one close yeah. game. I could definitely see, although I could definitely see Belgium be. Yeah, I could see Belgium. Team. I could also see Croatia winning it, too. 
Yeah. To be honest with you, I think wouldn't that be cool? A team that's never won it, Belgium yeah. or Croatia winning it. That would be. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap things up, uh, what do you think about the Mexican coaches' comments on? Uh, I Neymar and company. Eh, I think it's all right. I think um, maybe say it after you win instead of losing. Yeah, I, I get your point. There. Especially the second half, they were just outclassed. I mean, yeah, Brazil was just so much better than Mexico in the second half. So yeah, so for those who are wondering uh, what was said, uh, he, he didn't exp- uh, call out Neymar uh, individually, but we can kind of. Interpret that. Yeah, they just calling uh, about Neymar. Uh, so after the game on after the uh, loss on Monday, he said uh, it's an embarrassment for soccer that so much time uh, was wasted on one player. Mm-hmm. Uh, the officiating was very biased, and the players got tired of that. It's not a good example for soccer and the and for the world of soccer for all the kids playing. Uh, this should be a sport of ability, determination, and a game of men, not. Not of uh, so much clowning, and honestly, I have a lot of respect for him for, for saying that, for going out and saying that. It, it, I think it's bad timing after you take a loss. Yeah. Uh, Especially to, to a team that was obviously just better. I th- yeah, yeah, I think I think Brazil is a better team than Mexico, which is why they won the game. But I I definitely agree with his point about uh, Neymar that, being clowning a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, and the sport in general. Uh, with with some players, and that's yeah, and that's what can get some people off of that. I mean, I still love soccer; it's fun to watch. I have it's, a lot of respect for the stamina and like the, oh, just the speed they have. What but, you run about ten miles a game, <laughs> but um, yeah. I understand the I understand him being bad on the being down on the clown. And, and let's be honest, with some players, it like any time a player comes close to them, their hands are in the air looking for the referee. Yeah, well, and that, yeah, and that's also part of it. Yeah, if you if I think it's early on, especially. Early yeah. on, they're the two main times that happens early on in the game when you're trying to set a precedent for the rest. It's like it's like coaches uh, working with the, offi- like in working the officials. Yep, in like a basketball. You start at the beginning of the game, set precedent, and then at the end of the game, when it's on the line, you know. Yeah. Whether you're time wasting or you're just trying to get free kicks, but. Right. Yeah. Um, so future uh, possible possible. Uh, U.S. men's yeah, national team US, coach. I, um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that because Mexico didn't do great in the World Cup. They beat Germany. But well, considering our previous coach didn't make it to the World Cup, yeah, I think yeah. it's a step up. That would be a step up, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. That's all we got? Yeah. All right. Uh, where can they find you on Twitter one more time? So uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Sam underscore Stuvie 66. Stuvie, that's S-T-U-V-E, and that's no capitals. Perfect. We'll find you at iowastatedaily.com as well. He's had, he's had a few articles. He's going to be here in the fall with us, and yeah. he's been doing great work so far. You can find me at Noah Thank Rolfing, um, no capitals, and you can find us at Iowa State Daily on Twitter and at ISD Sports as well. Trevor's going to be back Tuesday. We might have Sam in anyway. We'll see. All but right. um, everybody have a great weekend. Yeah.